Northwest Christian School Online provides online Christian education for any students ranging from kindergarten to 10th grade. The tuition is fully covered through the state of Arizona's ESA program and is affordable for families out of state. You can count on NCS Online for a rigorous, proven online program that establishes a robust biblical worldview for all students. For more information, go to ncsonline.org. That's ncsonline.org. The brothers, for you and I to live for the kingdom of God, it's going to require a, a perspective shift, a new way of thinking, a new mindset. What in the world would it mean to pray, Thy kingdom come? Seek first the kingdom of God. Know that your home is in heaven and live as if that's your goal. What we've done in the past simply can't be done anymore. That we lived our life in a certain manner because it was basically a Christian world, a Christian culture that we're living in. That time, those times are over. It's not enough to be a believer. It's not. You, it is not sufficient for you just to believe and that's it. You cannot be a believer. Being a believer leads to being a follower. Instead of all these things we're worried about that consume our thoughts and our minds, instead of using your mental energy on that, instead, seek his kingdom. What in the world would it mean to pray, thy kingdom come? Well, good morning, Northwest Christian School and Frameworks participants. This is Mr. Brown greeting you from Washington, D.C. And I am here this week with the ACSI, the Association of Christian Schools International Legal Legislative Conference. And today we've had a, an amazing day. Uh, we have met with uh, Senator Ted Cruz of the great state of Texas, uh, Jim Langford from Oklahoma. And I'll tell you what, this this particular trip, I do this about once a year. We come out to D.C. and we get updated on religious liberty issues. We we work to, to lobby different legislators around the Capitol uh, on the different issues that are important to, to Christian education families. Uh, and in so doing, it's interesting every year to see the dynamic and how it changes under the different administrations. Uh, but today was an exceptional day, and, and I'm the highlight of my day is sitting with uh, my new friend, Rick Brown, and uh, there is no relation between Rick and Jeff other than brothers in Christ, uh, but Rick is from the great state of Virginia, and Rick, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, tell us a little bit, you're also a member of the legal legislative team, Yes. tell us a little bit about your school. Okay. Uh, our school is Roanoke Valley Christian Schools. It's located in Roanoke, Virginia, in the mountains of the state. And the school's in its 49th year of operation. Wow. We have about 440 students, plus about 50 on staff. God's been very good to us. Fantastic. How long start. have you been with the, with the school? I've been with RVCS for 31 years. Wow, fantastic. I yep. bet you have surely seen cultural turns and twists Most during that time, I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure. But listen, you're living in a time right now in Virginia. Uh, you know, my only experience with Virginia of late has been Lynchburg, Virginia, yes. in, in the eastern part of the state, where Liberty University, and, and I think that's a little slice of heaven. But if you watch the news back in Arizona, boy, I'll tell you what, the balance of the state of Virginia does not look like heaven right now. That's correct. It, it looks like there's chaos everywhere, especially in a little place called Loudoun County. But yeah. you're not in Loudoun. No, no, I'm a good four and a half, five hours from Loudoun County. 
Okay, but what's what's the dynamic? What's the cultural dynamic like in Virginia right now? The dynamic is that um, we have had a very different kind of legislature uh, that uh, has enacted some laws that uh, became effective in July. Wow. And uh, the laws have been uh, very much dealing with sexual orientation and gender identity. And, of course, some of what we hear out of Loudoun County has been more with the uh, CRT, the critical race theory, and some of the things that are being taught uh, in the public schools. Uh, the laws that have been enacted don't impact Christian schools as greatly, but they still impact, especially as it relates to um, those who who want to pursue employment, mm-hmm. and we've got to have certain things in place in order to care for for our uh, mission and vision for a Christian school. Well, in what I found incredibly interesting, so the laws that you referred to that went into play in the month of July, uh, some have called these SOGI ordinances, yes. sexual orientation, gender identity. Yes. And the idea is that uh, the the government needs to take steps, if you will, uh, to prohibit discrimination or at least perceived discrimination against those expressing yes. uh, alternative sexual orientations yes. or, or different gender identities from their biological mm-hmm. sex. And we've we've talked a lot about that topic within Kingdom Culture Conversations. We don't need to, to revisit it today, but I, it kind of is a foreshadowing of, of another law that is coming down the, the pipes, and that's called the Equality Act. Yes. And the Equality Act, I'm going to read this, is, is a bill in the United States Congress that, if passed, would amend the Civil Rights Act of 1964 to prohibit discrimination on the basis of sex, sexual orientation, and gender identity in employment, housing, public accommodation, education, federally funded programs, credit, and jury service. Yes. And so that's an intriguing list of of uh, items that the the Equality Act is going to hit, but in a sense you're you're sort of living it's early on. We're ahead of that. You're here yeah, in, congratulations. in the state of Virginia, <laughs> unfortunately, we're already dealing with that um, to the point that even public school boards are now uh, meeting and voting as to whether they're going to actually follow uh, what is now called guidance instead of law. Uh, it's interesting how that's been interpreted. Uh, but um, some of the the public school boards have made choices not to proceed with those directives. Oh, so you do have, there are some public schools that are in opposition. Yes, definitely. Now, there was, you had an experience, if I remember correctly, where, where you went to the state capitol. Yes. On, did you mind telling that story? I think that's... Yes, it was um, actually February, a year and a half ago, uh, when some of the SOGI bills were being presented uh, for vote in the Senate, um, uh, in the House, and... Um, we were given an opportunity to come and to uh, speak our, our our heart and our mind regarding these proposed new laws. And so we arrived on the day that we were told that the, the, the hearing would be held. Uh, and we sat through 
from early in the morning until about eight o'clock at night and then we're told that um, it got delayed it wouldn't be presented until the next day so there were seven christian schools represented by uh, people in attendance there along with other uh, believers who were uh, wanting to be able to speak to the bills and so the next day same thing uh, sitting through most of the day and then later in the day uh, just being asked how do you feel about the bill are you in favor or opposed and after that was done uh, and that was by stand-up so to uh, speak representation uh, the chairman of that subcommittee said well we're not taking any public comment thank you for your time you're dismissed even though public comment is is a stated part of the process exactly exactly yeah. and uh, you guys I mean I my friend Rick here is is very polite very gentlemanly but essentially you got the shaft uh, true I mean you were yes. you, getting seven heads of school together mm-hmm. uh, and then traveling from your various areas within Virginia and That's then right. going to the capital yes uh, is no small affair for two days let alone yes. and then to to effectively be ignored did you get the sense that part of that was on account of of their predisposition to pass the ordinance and your opposition to it it was very apparent before we arrived that there was the uh, position that they were not inclined to hear public comment they were ready to, to push the bill through and uh, but there were people on both sides of the issue present for those two days wow um, yeah pretty hotly contested yes as I understand it on both sides of the issue yes definitely so July 1st, and we're, we're sitting here as we record and, and release this particular episode of Kingdom Culture Conversations in September, has, has this new law impacted your school at all? At this point, no. But just as with so many other things, it would just be one person who would have the perception that maybe they would be turned down to employment as a result of our position as a Christian school that would be in opposition to what the law says. Wow. Um, and so, yes, I mean, that could happen tomorrow. We just don't know how those things uh, go in such a litigious society. So in in blunt terms, you've effectively, potentially, I should say, potentially have lost the capacity to hire teachers, for example, whose gender identity, sexual orientation is a match for the doctrine of your school. Yes. However, the counsel that we've received from good godly uh, attorneys and others, uh, we have um, policies and procedures in place all based on the Word of God, uh, with Scripture to back up our positions. Um, so that doesn't mean that we couldn't still come under fire. Yeah, there's a there's surely a battle a battle brewing. And and to put this in perspective for our students, we've got a we've got a restaurant, a fast food place near the school that we all love, and that's called Freddy's. And Freddy's may have the world's greatest fries. Mm. Ricky, ever been to a Freddy's or even heard of it? Never. Never. (laughs) Never. Well, that's sad. I know it is. (laughs) Freddy's has got phenomenal fries. They've got great burgers. But imagine students walking into Freddy's tomorrow and ordering a cheeseburger, and they hand you a spicy chicken sandwich from, from Popeye's. 
you know, the point of the matter being uh, in this analogy that when you go to a school, a Christian school, exactly. and you opt in to a program in which you you want for your children uh, to be educated in the light of God's word, you want them to, to enjoy uh, tutelage and instruction from teachers that agree with God's word, mm-hmm. uh, and then suddenly you're handed something altogether different. Now, that's not to say that we're being discriminatory. If, if there's a family out there for whom uh, soji is an issue and gender identity is you know that that condition and that that state of the world if if that's what they desire there are schools for for which that is perfectly acceptable certainly but there also needs to be a place where where yeah. we can can celebrate the truths of God's words amen and our mission says that we want to see our students become followers of Christ as we obey God's command to train them in truth and of course the truth being the word of god and so as we have anybody who inquires about our school we share with them our statement of faith mm. which is founded on god's word and we would hope and think that if this is a good match for the family praise the lord if it's not then as you say there's many other places that they could choose to go yeah you're not the only the only school in roanoke no, not at all. Yeah, so we're not we're not uh, prohibiting or isolating students from opportunities, uh, regardless of their gender identity. Um, so, as you look forward, um, what are the things that that you're concerned about? I think one of the things that I I, I appreciate about this conversation, Rick, is that in Arizona, uh, we are. Uh, we're living life uh, large right mm-hmm. now. We've got the state tuition tax credit. Mm-hmm. We, we did have a, a Phoenix, or well, we have a Phoenix SOGI ordinance that was challenged by the Alliance Defending Freedom in mm-hmm. a case called Brush and Nib. Uh, and, and it was found that uh, the city of Phoenix could not uh, induce the uh, the consequences mm-hmm. on, on people that, uh, for artistic reasons, for example, in the case of, of Brush and Nib, um, didn't want to express appreciation or support mm-hmm. uh, for for that particular lifestyle, is that mm-hmm. it wasn't in accordance with God's word. Yeah. But as we look forward, is there anything we can be praying for you, praying for your your school? Uh, just that we will be found faithful. You know, mm. God has called us to a mission. Uh, God has uh, asked us to lead in that area, teaching and training students in the truth that will just be faithful in that and uh, uh, we know that in doing God's will that does not necessarily separate us from any possibility of any difficulties and so just that we be found faithful even if we go through a time of testing and trial Um, not what I'm asking for but certainly just want to be all that God wants us to be and we want to speak the gospel to whoever wants to receive it and even to those who don't want to receive it that uh we might just see people turn to the lord Uh, people need the lord uh we are a society that needs hope and the only hope comes through him amen and so um i thank the lord that we have a school that we can do that you're in a school that can do that. Yep. Uh, many Christian schools throughout our world. As of today, we can. Yes. You know, but I think we're we're living in a time where where we're all looking at the uh, yep. 
the wind vane and wondering which way the wind will blow mm-hmm. in the next few years. So, well, let's do that. Let's take a moment, students, if you would, with me, uh, regardless of the time you hear this particular episode, families of Northwest Christian of Frameworks, as you hear this, if you join me in prayer, and I'm going to pray for, it's Roanoke Valley Christian School, right? Yes. Yeah, let's pray for Rick. And Father, we do come before you, and we recognize your providence. We recognize your wisdom. Father, we trust your word. Romans 8.28 says that all things work together for good for them that love God and are called according to your purpose. Mm. And Father, I believe that about Rick. I believe that about Roanoke Valley Christian School. Uh, Father, this is a, this is a hard moment uh, for the school. And I just love hearing uh, from Rick that, that conviction that, that he is going to stay uh, steadfast in your word and, and what it teaches. Father, I pray uh, that, that you'd surprise him. I pray mm. that this would be a season of, of blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it is a season, Father, wherein uh, there is difficulty, I, I pray that the community would, would rally around him. And this would be a season where, where the school and the churches in the state of Virginia uh, would, would rally together uh, under the weight of truth and lift that truth up for the world to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Father, thank you. It's in Jesus' name we're we're so thrilled to pray. Mm. So, Rick, thank you. Amen. Safe travels, and and I don't know if I'll see you tomorrow or not after after conferences, but I hope I do. I've enjoyed talking to you. Thank this you, week. Jeff. Appreciate this opportunity. Yeah. Take care. Northwest Christian School has made Biblical Worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit, regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.